Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to talk about Song of Solomon, Your Story, a book review. Isn't that right, Susan? Yes, that's it. And today's book review is about a very special book, The Song of Solomon Devotional Study by Escher Shoshana. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us more about how you came across this book and what it has meant to you. Well, Dina, after reading the Song of Solomon in the Bible, for some reason, and now I know why, but at that time I didn't, I decided I wanted more insight on what I had read. And so I began to look online and I came to a devotional commentary on the Song of Solomon that I also felt compelled to read. Now, the devotional commentary on the Song of Solomon intrigued me, and the author tells a wonderful story of how the study came into existence. The author, Esher Shoshana, was a Holy Spirit-filled minister who was asked to prepare a Bible study for his wife and some other ladies. He was not too crazy about this idea, but was talked into it. And so he decided to do it on the Song of Solomon because he already had a lot of notes prepared on that book of the Bible. So what happens next is he said he would get up early in the morning to prepare the Bible study and the Holy Spirit revealed to him what the underlying meanings are of the story told in the Song of Solomon between the bride and Solomon. Solomon in this holy book really represents Christ, and the bride actually represents the bride of Christ, the church of Christ. And so, not unlike the way Christ spoke in parables, as you know, in the New Testament, we can see that this book that Esther wrote reminds me a lot of John Bunyan's writings in the Pilgrim's Progress, which was also a spirit-filled book, and it was done in a kind of parable style. And so is this Song of Solomon devotional, that Escher received all this insight from the Holy Spirit, and it's written in a kind of parable and story form. And so again, this is by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So you really came to love this special book. But what was one of the reasons it became special to you? Well, I read through the Song of Solomon study that Escher did two times, and I spent a lot of time with it the first time. And the devotion was so life-changing that I decided to share the study with a group of ladies in a Bible study that I started. And I was able to read through it again, and I enjoyed it even more the second time. And I know now the Holy Spirit miraculously led me to experience this amazing book of the Bible and this supernaturally charged and inspired devotional study that was done by Escher. Because I was focused on the New Testament at the time, and, you know, the Lord had drawn me into the Song of Solomon. Well, after leading this group of ladies through this devotional study, which, you know, changed their lives as well, then what happened was I went on to do retreat, and I think I did a total of four 14 weekend retreats focused on this study. And I utilized the book that we're talking about today for these retreats. 
and the notes from it because they were so profound. And what was interesting about it was that Escher, the author, he had many things, supernatural encounters with the Lord and revelations. And, you know, an interesting thing was that in my studies of his book as a workbook and the Bible for the retreats, I had many supernatural encounters with the Lord as well. And so, I, you know, I want to say that this study of Escher's is truly anointed, okay? And I don't like to use that word because I think people use that word all the time without explaining what an anointing means. And so I'll just give an explanation of what anointing means. It's when shepherds, they used to put oil on the sheep around their face, their ears, their eyes, and, you know, their mouths to keep the pests from getting into their ears and their eyes and their mouths. And so when God anoints the priests in the Old Testament, or when he used anointing oil, the oil is the Holy Spirit. And he gets that oil into around our eyes, our ears, and our mouth. And through the oil of the Holy Spirit, then we don't see things we shouldn't see, and we don't hear things we shouldn't hear, and we don't talk and say things we shouldn't say. And so that's really what the anointing is about. And that's why I use that particular word to describe this particular book, because it truly is anointed. And I don't say that about all Christian books, Dina. I I just don't. Mm -hmm. So what is the spiritual vision of this book? Okay, well, Escher has an explanation in his book about that, and I'll just read it real quick. It's what he calls his spiritual vision for his book, and it is the goal of the gospel that Jesus desires for each believer to become like a Mary of Bethany. So he goes on and he talks about it, saying, A lady who only spoke 12 words in the New Testament was Mary of Bethany. And who is this very important, mysterious lady? Well, every time she appears in the Word of God, she is at Jesus' feet. So first, she listened to his word. Second, she was witnessed in her woe. And third, she quietly poured out worship on him. So how important is she? She's so important that Jesus instructed us to speak about her wherever the gospel is preached. Jesus clearly declared it in Mark 14:9. Verily, I say unto you, whosoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for her a memorial of her. So what makes Mary of Bethany so special, so significant to the Lord that he insists she must be mentioned wherever his gospel is preached? She is extremely important in learning what the truly consecrated, surrendered Christian life is all about. And so the question is, do you really want to know what will please the Lord? And so he says, you know, he focuses on the heart of Mary of Bethany. And that's just a general overview, but this book is so deep, you know, that's just really scratching the surface right there. It is a very deep book. And you met the author. Can you tell us a little bit about him? Yeah. After I started to do all of these retreats, I don't know. I I don't know how many books I got from Escher. I would order books 
to give away to the retreat attendees. I mean, we've probably had hundreds of books ordered over that period. And Escher is, you know, he made it clear that he was not going to profit from the inspiration that he would receive from the Holy Spirit for his writings. So he never charged for his books. And so he provided me with free books on so many occasions. And it was just amazing. He Every time I had a retreat scheduled, he would ship me a case of books at no charge. And so over time, I really got to know him. And he was so pleased that there were so many people studying his book. And we, we got to be good friends. And on three occasions, I actually got to sit down over a meal and meet with him, you know, in some restaurants. And I want to tell you that he is such a wonderful man of God. He was a pastor, but he tells his story in the book, how he went from being a nominal, lukewarm Christian, even as he was a pastor, into a fully holy spirit filled christian and he goes into detail in this book about the difference between the two and how the holy spirit changed his life even as he was a pastor preaching to others and he will even tell you that he knew jesus as he was involved in christianity he didn't really know the lord of Christianity and wow. uh, the Lord of the gospel. And he was shown this by the Holy Spirit. It's just a remarkable man. He's so, I don't know how to say it, just such a loving individual. And you can certainly see that through his writings in this book. And I want to say this, I want to add that his writings are absolutely phenomenal in this book, Dina. Oh, yes, they are. They certainly are. And I also love how he has prayers mm -hmm. in there as well. Prayers that we can right. say to God. Right. But yeah, it is a, his writings are just magnificent. And there right. are actually 11 chapters. Can you read those headings for us? Right. And if I could just say one other thing about his writings, that sure. they're so incredible that they have to be it would have to have been through divine inspiration that he had written this book there's no other way that a human being could have done this okay that's, that's the how truth that's true really truly amazing his writings are and so yeah let me go ahead and there's just 11 chapters so i'd like to read them just to give you a feel right for what this book is about Mm -hmm. So chapter one is the desire for intimacy. Two is the depths of his power and desire. Three is the decision for self. Okay, four is the dream of his strength and power. Five, the discovery of full acceptance. Six is the danger of hesitation when he calls. Seven is the desperation and depression of loneliness. Eight is the drawing of her heart back to him. And nine is the delights of his heart revealed. Ten is the dying to self. And finally, eleven is the devoted life. And so I don't know if you got a little feel of what he's doing here, but he's talking about the whole concept of how the bride in the Song of Solomon in the Bible is changing and 
coming closer and closer to her groom. And Solomon represents Jesus in that book symbolically. And also the bride of Christ represents the true church. The bride in Solomon, who is the Shulamite woman, represents the bride of Christ, who is the true church throughout that entire book. And Escher, he really goes into fantastic detail. I mean, his book is so comprehensive and so full of detail that he breaks it down so that you can understand the geography and even about the plant life and everything that's referenced in the book has powerful symbolic meaning behind it. You would not understand that just by reading it from the offset. Escher opens it up like a can. He just takes it apart and like an onion there are all these layers and he gets deeper and deeper into it well it's not a bit boring because what happens is he peels back the deeper meaning of this that we could only understand because he's gone to the trouble to find out the bible talks about i am the rose of sharon what does that mean exactly and so he goes into extreme detail on what that would mean during that period of time when this particular book was written hundreds of years ago and so it's just an amazing study that he's done here Absolutely. And um, you have a few testimonies from readers. Can you read a few for us? Right, I do. Because in the books that are available now, these testimonies are not there. But I happen to have one of the original books. And so I actually have some testimonies originally that I'd like to read from the readers. Because I think if you look at these testimonies, you can know that not only is, you know, I was super impressed with it, and I think, Dina, you've read it, and it's you found it to be a, an amazing book. It's incredible. But here's some other, yeah, here's a few other letters. Dear Escher, thank you so much for the devotional. I'm still reading it, and it has been had a big impact on my life and the way I look at things. The prayers that are inserted, as you mentioned, Dina, have helped me tremendously in my prayer life. And sometimes I start out saying what is written, then find myself changing words to suit my situation. This book is really helping me see Jesus as my bridegroom. Blessings in his holy name. And the name is Evelyn. She's a Bible college student. And here's another one from Jody. Dear Escher, I wanted you to know that this book has been such a blessing to me. I've been searching for over a year for a study about the Song of Solomon, showing how the bridegroom looks at his bride and his love for her. I have been saved since 1998 and am receiving more revelation from this study than I have ever thought possible. Body of Christ needs us to understand who we are and that Jesus' love and desire for us is so great and everlasting he is continually calling us to come higher in him he needs to be our focus passion in life and bless you another surrendered lily jody and so here's one from joni dear escher thank you so much for this book it has changed my life it is beautiful i would like to request several copies for some female friends of mine who are in real need thank you from my heart joni this letter from terry dear escher an incredibly blessed experience no other devotional like it on the song of solomon the lord be praised for the intimacy his heart has provided for us as individual believers, we Christian men need to enter into this as never before. Okay, so that was a guy writing. And I'm just going to read a couple more. This one is from Jane. 
And she writes, Dear Escher, I cannot thank you enough for the wonderful study on the Song of Solomon. I am doing it on a daily basis and it has made such an impact on my relationship with our bridegroom, Jesus. I am planning to lead my group of single, separated, and divorced women this summer. Again, this devotional has truly blessed me and will many others. And so one more real quick from Emily. Dear Escher, I was longing for refreshment recently, longing to pursue the deep things of God and have my love for the Lord burn brighter as the Holy Spirit comforted and refreshed as I finally finished reading the commentary of the Song of Solomon. I found myself even wishing that it was longer. I could have easily kept reading. And that was from Emily. And so, so many letters that Escher had gotten are just, wow, all like this. So many. And there's another reason that this book became such a favorite for you. Can you tell us what made it so special? Well, I I could. And this is probably one of my favorite parts about talking about this book is that as I was reading it myself, and also, I have to tell you, I've reread quite a bit of it over the 14 different times I taught it or, or so, but miraculous things would happen to me, especially in the first read-through that I had it. Just really fantastic, miraculous experiences that were definitely associated with reading the book. So if I could, I'd love to share a couple of them, Dina. Oh, yes, I'd love to hear it. There was a time when I was alone and driving in my car on the way to pick up my son at school. And without any warning, I heard the Lord simply say to me audibly these words. He said, taste that I am sweet. Okay, so right after that experience, again, I had no foreknowledge of what I would read in that section that I was studying in this devotional commentary. And I came right across the scripture after that that said, In the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 3, As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Okay, and so then Escher goes on and expands on that in his study. And I literally had just heard those words said to me, spoken to me in my car, like right before I got into that section. But wow, that was just a total fantastic confirmation. I love it when he does that. I know, I know. I do too. And there was another time where I was studying the book and the Lord did something really fantastic, Dina. I was in the section where Escher is talking about the shield of faith, and he's talking about it and how it related to the Song of Solomon study. And, you know, I'm sitting there reading about the shield of faith in his book, and all of a sudden there's a storm going on outside. And I was concerned, so I decided to turn the television on and see what kind of storm was coming in. And there's a weatherman, right? And he's standing in front of one of these big maps, and he's talking about the weather, and he goes, and there's a broad shield moving across the country like this with his arm, and I'm going, wait a minute, what? Here I am reading about shield of faith, and this guy is talking about a broad shield of weather front when I turned the TV on, and I thought that was really crazy, you know? Not a coincidence. I mean... How many times have you ever heard of a weatherman talking about a broad shield? (laughs) Not a coincidence. 
Yeah, and it was right as I turned the TV on. But another time that was so amazing, I was not there yet, but I was coming into the section of the Song of Solomon where it talks about chapter 6, verse 7. It says, As a piece of pomegranate are thy temples within thy locks. So Solomon is describing her head and her temples as like a piece of pomegranate, okay? And there's a lot of significance about the pomegranate in the Song of Solomon, by the way. So I hadn't gotten to that section yet, and right before I did, and I didn't know that it was coming up, but right before that happened, my son and my husband had gone to the grocery. And my son came home, and he was so excited he had a bunch of pomegranates, and he goes, I saw these at the store, and I thought it'd be fun to try them. (laughs) And I was like, what? I mean, he had never done anything. I don't remember him ever doing anything like that before, where he would bring a fruit home and say, hey, I want to try these. And so he had a pile of pomegranates, and it was so funny because, like, right after that happened, I was getting into Escher talking about pomegranates. And so, I don't know, I just... I just think that that's God's sense of humor, you know. Well, there was another time, and this was extraordinary, and I love to talk about this, but this really happened. I was in the midst of studying from the Song of Solomon study book of Escher's, and I didn't know this was coming up, but that morning I was taking my son to school, And I dropped him at school, and as I was pulling out of the parking lot after dropping him off, that exact moment, God gave me a vision. Now, usually visions can be inside your mind, but this one was outside of my car. It was like a visual out in front of my car, okay? And I saw a seed that I somehow knew had come from Jesus being planted in the center of my heart. I I saw it just moving like a like. Uh, and making an arc, Dina. Oh, wow. And yeah, this seed was like an arc and it went straight into my heart. And then coming up from the center of my heart, I saw a beautiful topiary full of red roses. And it was growing up out of the center of my heart. Now, for anybody who doesn't know what a topiary is, it's kind of French, okay? <laughs> and it's just like a I don't know, you see these, it's a stick-like thing with a ball with a bunch of red roses around it. That's what I saw. It was exactly like that. And I was just like, wow. I was just wow. And so that afternoon, I went back to reading the study with no foreknowledge. And I began to read about something that just shocked me. It said, in the study, the Christ plants a seed in our heart. And from it, a garden grows. And then, you know, he goes forward to talk about that in the study. It's not a coincidence. No. And so here's the section, you know, it talks about this section. And he talks about the garden of God, you know, and, and all about how God is a gardener. And just some amazing stuff about how he plants the seed in someone's heart and you know I had felt that myself that God was planting a seed in my heart and you know seeing this in a vision I knew that God was changing my heart and that just was tracking with this vision completely and then oh yeah I I just love to talk about 
the things of God so much. And this one, I'll just close with this testimony because I, my son had gotten a hold of an old wax seal that was in a desk. I remember the old seal where you put a little wax on there and then you stamp a Mm-hmm. <laughs> it closes an envelope and he had he found this and he was like what is this thing mom you know because it had a little fancy handle on it and everything and I went into this long explanation about how kings would put a seal on something right and once they put the seal on there then it was like in stone it was permanent the decision or whatever and that it was used for legal documents and I went through all this explanation with him in the car and later on I went right back into my study that day after going to take my son to school and we're talking about this and so sure enough I come to this in the study and in Song of Solomon chapter 8 verse 6 it says set me as a seal upon thy heart (laughs) as a seal upon thine arm for love is strong as death jealousy is cruel as the grave the coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame. And so Jesus literally seals us with his Holy Spirit. And boy, I was just like, I knew (laughs) that I had been set up by the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. This truly is an anointed book. And so where can people find it, Susan, listening? Where can they get a hold of this book? Well, this is the interesting thing. Our ministry website is literally the only place you can get this book. God has entrusted us with this property, this study. It is a devotional commentary on the Song of Songs. And at our website, we have a link for this book. You can't find it on Amazon. You can't find it through any bookseller only. We have the link. You can go there and download it, and it's so easy. It just You can just load it right up into, well, anything that you would normally read a PDF file, Dina, mm-hmm. through your laptop or electronic device, pad, whatever you've got. If you can open a PDF file, then you can open this book. And we have it. It's available through our website and for some reason God has entrusted us with this amazing document and that's why I so very much wanted to do this interview because we are the one and only source for this just incredible document and I so want to get this out to people. I have to agree with you there you guys this really is an amazing devotional study you will feel closer to God the Holy Spirit as you go through this study Um, it really is incredible and so with that said are there any other final thoughts Susan that you have on this book I do I do Escher said that the book was to never be sold because all the insight was given to him by the Holy Spirit, and so it was not for sale. And in carrying on that tradition, we do not sell this book. It is not for sale. It is free to anybody. All you have to do is come to our website and log in and download the file, and we have it there. It is, like I said, the only location on planet Earth that you can get this just over-the-top amazing, amazing document. 
And I really do think that to go along with it, you could go back and watch our video series on the Song of Solomon that Dina and I did. It's an eight video series, and it goes along with this book. So if you really want to get completely immersed in this study, you can watch our videos and you can read the book. And I guarantee you, you will not walk away from this experience unchanged. No, you will not, you guys. It really is a spectacular anointed book. And so Susan, thank you for talking about it and sharing those testimonies and some of the miracles that happened in your life while um, reading this amazing book. I will leave links for you guys below this video as to where to find this book and um, follow along in our Song of Solomon series as well. I'll leave a link to get to that playlist and um, a copy of this video will be on our Jesus 24-7 playlist as well as on our podcast on Google, Apple, Anchor, and Spotify. And Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, thank you for the opportunity to promote this. I would say it's a divine revelation of the Lord through this man, Pastor Escher Shoshana. Yes, it is. It really is. And the fact that he doesn't want to make a profit. He just wants people to read it, you know, and experience, you know, the divine anointing, teaching, understanding, knowledge that this book will give you. You will Uh become closer to God, you know. When I read it and when I study with it, it's like taking a journey with God with this book. That's how I look at it. You know, I'll have like my regular readings and then I'll sit down and I'll do this devotional. And it's like taking, it's like you're going on a journey with the Holy Spirit. It, it truly is a remarkable book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And like I said, we did these many retreats and we saw many people change through that also. So uh, I can certainly testify that this is a life changer and it helps to bring the Song of Solomon into greater focus. It's just, and, and the love of Jesus for the church. It's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a great book. So I encourage you guys to go and check it out and share this video so that other people can hear about this amazing devotional study and leave your comments below this video and thank you susan for uh for doing this interview with us thank you so much all right everybody thank you again for watching and we will see you soon god bless